Hey there, Friday Night Movie listeners. Another all-star Comic-Con special coming your way. Some incredible guests coming up. First, you got Mary Poppins. I actually think it was the real Mary Poppins. Then you've got Violet, one of the all-star Comic-Con cosplay ambassadors. Then an incredibly awesome Dark Sith Lord, Jess Thavi, who joined us. And then... A&J cosplays, as well as a very interesting gentleman named Warren with his own cosplay that he created. Enjoy the episode. Friday Night Movie Podcast booth at All-Star Comic-Con. And I'll have my sister, Becky, is going to introduce our amazing guest. Hello. So I am I am very honored. I am a little bit uh, overwhelmed to introduce a woman who has been a great influence on our lives, on our good behavior as siblings to each other and in the world. Um, someone who you could say is practically perfect in every way. Um, the one and only... Mary Poppins is sitting with us today. Well, thank you very much for having me today. It's been a pleasure so far. Um, so, so okay, so welcome. So it's actually, frankly, overwhelming. Um, uh, one of the games that we play on this show uh, is something we call Rex RX. And that is where you make a recommendation, but it's a prescription, perhaps like a spoonful of sugar to make the medicine go down. Oh, that's my favorite. Okay. So what we want to ask Mary Poppins is a for a pop culture spoonful of sugar, if you will, to, 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 to deal with a particular ailment, okay? So let's say um, one of us was home perhaps with a flu and resting, and uh, we are looking for some pop culture sugar is there something that you would recommend as Mary Poppins that we watch uh, while or we while we convalesce? While we convalesce, if you will. Well, of course, I would tell you to watch my movie, Mary Poppins, and Mary Poppins Returns. So, have now been appeared in two films that are. Uh, have tracked your incredible story. Of course. What do you feel are some of the greatest lessons le- you have learned as a Mary Poppins? I, I, I feel like because a, a profession as a governess is, is right, as governess is the, you're some so much so much more than that. Of course I am. I'm everything you need me to be and more. <laughs> so what are some of the greatest lessons you've learned by caring for families? Well, well, most of the time I don't give I give the lessons, I don't teach them. <laughs> All right. I don't so, take from them. So for two siblings, this is two of the three of two siblings, who um, uh, often uh, argue quite a bit, uh, this is, Becky is known as having the highbrow taste. The what? The highbrow taste. Oh, yes. And my brother is known for having what we refer to as a gutter palate. Well. <laughs> so I like a good... I like a good, you know, rom-com TV show like Heart of Dixie. Oh. <laughs> and Becky is into sort of higher art. Uh, how would you recommend two siblings squabbling over what TV show to watch resolve that conflict? Oh. 
Well, when you're siblings, well, I assume you're friends too? Yes. yes. Well, you should always look at what the other person likes and see if you could like it for yourself. Give it a try. So give it, give it a try before I judge. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Never judge a book before its cover. And I know that you have heard that many, many times in your life. But hearing it from you makes me genuinely want to try it. Absolutely. So now that I've heard it from Mary Poppins. And you as well. It's not just her. It no. goes both ways, <laughs> you know. No, absolutely not. So you sang a great many songs. Of course. That changed our lives, gen genuinely. That Song was the point. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite amongst those songs? Uh, well, all my songs are my favorites, but... I have to say, when Bert sings with me, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, it simply just warms my heart, you know. There we go. That is, a, that is an incredibly magic moment. You sing that song in this incredible, fantastical, animated world. Of course, yes. If one wanted to visit that animated world, is there like any tips, travel tips you have for us or how to get there maybe? Well, I'm sure. I've been trying to get there since I was a little kid. I, I well, you know, you have to really be in need of a nanny. <laughs> okay. Whatever the wind takes me is where I go. Uh, when we visit, I have very special friends, you know, and those friends have very special talents. So only can you visit when you're in need. That is okay. amazing. Okay, we are here with Mary Poppins. Now, Mary Poppins, if one was going to follow you, you know, I know you're hip and you have, uh, and and you have um, social media these days because you got to keep an eye on the kids. Of course. Where would one follow you on social media if they wanted to keep up with you? Well, I have a friend that keeps track of all my social media for me. So kind of her. Yes, she is very wonderful. It's Amanda Healed on Instagram, and she takes my photographs, and she shows me wherever I need to go in the modern world. That's that terrific. How do you lovely. spell that for our listeners? It's A-M-A-N-D-A, -A Amanda, underscored H-E-A-L-E-D. I just want you to read books to me. I think yes. I'm in need of oh, your voice is incredible. Voice. This well, is thank you. Of course it is. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mary Poppins, for joining us here at the Friday Night Movie Exhibit at All Star Comic Con. Thank you. It's been delightful. And before we go out, let me ask you one more thing. What has been the exhibit you have loved most here? at All-Star Comic Con so far. Oh, the children's corner, of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. That's terrific. Mary Poppins, thank you so much for being thank with you. us. Thank you. Thank Here we are, the Friday Night Movie Podcast booth at All-Star Comic Con. We are with an ambassador of the All-Star community, the great Violet of the Violet-verse. Welcome. Hello. Hello, Violet. So, Violet, you are an epic, well-known, well-traveled cosplayer, correct? Barely hanging on. Yes. Right. And what are some of your favorite cosplays? Hmm. I'm going to have to pick five. Five. All right. You get to pick five. Oh, yeah. You can pick as many as you like, ma'am. So the first one might be Samurai Raven. All right. Um, Kidpool Domino. Kevin. She, she, she a bit, but it's Kevin from Ke Kevin? Yeah. And then my two last ones are going to be... K 
Kevin from All Star. Oh, Kevin, Kevin from All Star Comic Con. Okay. That's amazing. And founder. So you cosplay as Kevin Bednars, the founder, one of the co-founders of All Star Comic Con. And Mike. And, and, Mike. and Mike. And Mike. We love Mike. And Mike's then, been on then, our show now four times. And then, and then, ready, ready. Our last one. It's gonna be super cool. It's gonna be. Drum roll, please. Oh, oh, that was a serious drum roll. That was a serious... Violet, Violet drum rolled the microphone, right? Are you all right, Violet? Yeah. Okay, because we didn't have you sign a disclaimer before <laughs> you did this. All right, drum roll. And it is... Wait, Wheelie, Fling, Iron Man, Two Men. Oh, she does the wacky inflatable tube man. Oh, a wacky inflatable... Oh, the wacky inflatable tube man. Like, like... Like the wrestler uh, Bailey yes. has when she comes out. Do you guys yes. know Bailey? Oh, okay. All right. All right. So we're gonna talk movies, Violet. Okay. All right. I know all about movies. All right. You know all about movies. All right. I'm gonna give you three animated movies. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love animated movies. I'm gonna give you three, and I'm gonna need you to rank them. One, two, and three. You have to choose. You have to. But what if I don't know if I haven't watched them? If you haven't watched them, we'll we'll X that one out. We'll pick a different one. But okay. I bet I can guess three that you've seen. Okay. Yeah. Number one, Frozen. You seen it? Um, Frozen, yes. Number two, um, Zootopia. Yes. Okay. Number three. See, I'm gonna do stay with Disney animated. Uh, Wreck It Ralph. Yes. Okay. Are you talking about first or second? The first one, because I I don't wanna. The second one would make it too easy because I didn't like the second one. So, <laughs> oh my God, Violet, I I'm sorry, I broke Violet's heart. I'm sorry, Violet. Are we still friends? Oh no, she's she's gone comatose. Fine, Wreck-It Ralph two. You get to put you get to put that one in. So pick between Frozen, Zootopia, and Wreck-It Ralph two. What is the order? One, two, and three. Okay. Um, I think Wreck-It Ralph's first. Okay. Um, what was the other one? Frozen and Zootopia. Zootopia then Frozen. All right, all right. Now, why'd you pick Wreck-It Ralph? Now, now that's we, we oppose our views here. Why'd you pick Wreck-It Ralph two over the, I would say the sort of crowd usual favorite of Frozen? Because I'm not really like into Frozen that much. Okay. I've watched it, but I didn't really like it. Okay. Like. You're the one that has the frozen heart. <laughs> you're, not talking to, you're not talking to me. You didn't say I have a frozen heart. No. Oh, okay, all right. You, talking you're talking about Elsa. Elsa. Okay, yes. all right, good. I'm just making sure you didn't mean I had a frozen heart. Okay. Now I want to ask you, so last night you guys went to the VIP party. You had a lot yes. of fun. And there was some ice cream afterwards at the diner, correct? Yes. All right. So I want to ask you now a movie-related ice cream question. Okay. Okay. If you could have ice cream with one movie character, who would it be, and what flavor would you have? Okay. Mm, let's see here. Does it have to be? It could be anyone. Your imagination gets to roll Wait, here. does it actually have to be imagination? Any animated it, movie or regular movie? Regular movie? Because I was going to pick Shady Hayes. Oh, then you can pick Shady Hayes. She's a superhero. Okay, Shady Hayes. All right, so Shady Hayes. And what ice cream would you have with Shady Hayes? 
Maybe one scoop of vanilla and one scoop of Nutella. Ooh, Nutella, fancy taste. Oh, Shady's favorite. That's why. Right. Is it, we'll get the same thing. I think Shady is so cool. Such an inspirational cosplayer, right? I gave her Nutella for a present today. <laughs> that is awesome. All right, Violet, what's been the coolest thing you've done at All Star today? Uh, or one of the coolest. You'd have to see Doug cool. That I got a rainbow ring. A rainbow ring. That Oh, a rainbow. You got one of the rainbow all-star rings? Yeah, for free. Oh, wow. It was a gift, right? That is, oh, yeah. That is, yeah. That's, a, that's a real special Shout ring. Shout out to Robbie. Everybody go, go, go interview or, or um, do something. Post them. All right. Do stuff. That's awesome. Well. Tag him. Follow him. Where can people follow the amazing work you are doing, Violet? Uh, at Violetverse dot... Just Violetverse on Instagram, Facebook. Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook? No, Facebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram and, and Facebook. And that's a cosplay page. All right, well, Violet, it is a pleasure having you on the podcast. You are welcome anytime. You and your whole family are part of the Friday Night Movie family now, and I wish you... We, might even, we might even go over there again. All right, well, you guys are welcome back anytime. Have a great rest of the day. Bye. Bye-bye. Here we are at the Friday Night Movie Podcast booth at the All-Star Comic-Con. We, we're with a kind of, I would say, frightening character here, Becky, would you say? I mean, I'm scared. Oh, did you hear, did you hear that, audience? That is a red Sith Lord's lightsaber. And this Sith Lord, his name is Darth Jess, or just Jess? I mean, Darth Jess would be fine, yes. Okay, <laughs> Darth Jess is here. Darth Jess, you're here at All-Star. What? exhibit are you most excited to check out? Ooh. You know, whenever I go to these things, honestly, I love every single bit of it. Um, I will say that I'm a, a big sucker for, like, Sailor Moon stuff, so I haven't really seen too many Sailor Moon stuff, thank goodness, because I know I'll be stuck there forever. So I'm just going around, you know, trying out everything. I love the comic books. I love the uh, the artist's work. Oh my gosh, it's it's so I love cool. that. Just here to enjoy, enjoy just soak all, it up. That's incredible. Yeah, I, mean, I have my favorites, yeah. of course, but I just appreciate everything for what it is. I love the cosplayers. Like, I just love seeing people passionate about something just as much as I am. That's like not usually the norm, you know. Yeah, that is like, totally why we're here. I mean, my wife jokes with me that I have like so many hobbies, but I'm like, yeah, but I'm super into all of them. I love it. <laughs> right. And one of them is podcasting, and why we love it is we love talking to people, bringing them into the family and asking them the same questions we would be asking each other. So before we started recording, you played the Friday Night Movie home game, and you picked a card. That's yes, actually what that game is. And, the, and your topic was? Saturday morning cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons. Now, I'm going to guess you are much younger than me, because I'm the old man of this group for sure. But what Saturday morning cartoons did you grow up watching? Oh, gosh. Um, I, so I watched a lot. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't just stick to Saturday morning cartoons. I, I was like an everyday morning cartoon kind of oh, person. Nice. Okay. That's the we'll way accept to do it. after that, school. Yeah. We'll accept after school. Okay. So the after school cartoons. So after school cartoons. I had a like like, uh, tsunami. 
Toonami? Toonami. Okay. Oh my gosh, that was really influential for me. Um, what got me started was in, I would be in kindergarten, and I started catching uh, Sailor Moon playing right before the bus would pick me up. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Uh, and I was yeah. just hooked. And I remember I heard a friend talking about it whenever I was in class. Like, she said something about the show, and she was telling me, and I remember I was flipping through, and I saw this cat. <laughs> so si so Sailor Moon, are, t are those technically the magical girls? Is that, like, the genre? Yeah, well, that, that was, uh, I mean, being a girl myself, like, uh, just have, like, a, a show based on j only girls can have that power. You know, like, it was kind of cool. But at the same time, the main character, she kind of sucks. Like, she's, she's clumsy. <laughs> she's whiny. Yeah. She doesn't she's do her school. Great. She's super emotional. But she's what got, like, she, all this like intensity about her. I'll be completely honest. Like I, my, my parents were always busy working when I was young. So honestly, I learned most of my morals from this show because it was so like. Like, That's you know, it had awesome. such an emphasis on like power friendship and being honest, not lying, yes. you know, all this kind of stuff. Even though she was, you know, uh, she wasn't the, a perfect person, she ended up she, being their leader because she cared enough to like. She wouldn't stop. She never gave up. Well, and I I totally agree because I used to watch it actually after school. Growing up in Canada, it played around 4 p.m., so I watched yeah. it after school. And I always loved that about the show and about her character that she was complex. And I feel like I knew that as a little girl that it was okay to have all of these different things and going on in your in your head and in your and in your emotions. But yet you could still be powerful and you could still be a hero and you didn't have to be exactly. perfect to so be that Exactly. So even though I'm a complete mess, I yeah. might be able to still save the world. That's what yes, I Yes, mean. yes. No, I, so, I took that away as a kid too. Yeah. So I'll hijack a little bit and I'll ask. There's a there's a particular female animated character that I am just think is one of the greatest ever, which is Korra from The Legend of Korra. Oh. Did you ever watch any of the Avatar I, universe? I, so I loved the... The, the original Avatar. Avatar know, Aang, yeah. yeah. Airbender. I, uh, but The Legend of Korra, I don't know, I think I stopped watching TV around that time. I haven't had cable in like 10 years or so. So I haven't gotten back into like watching The Legend of Korra. But um, it seemed like it was really good. I watched a couple episodes and she seemed like she was really, really cool. She's amazing and she's complex and she's another character that I think, I mean, that that is not perfect, but right? has to kind well, of I did see that. grow you know, into I, her I did see powers. the potential for there to be a lot of character development. You know, I love it whenever like the main character is like a normal person at first. You know, they might be a little bit selfish, they might be a little, you know, whatever, but then you, you grow with them as the show goes on, you know? So you are speaking the language of our family right now because yes. character development is probably the most important factor that we have when we decide that we love something and it's the number I, one yeah. thing it's the number one thing to. and and exactly what you're talking about is what makes certain cartoons more than cartoons right like they yes. don't need to be a rinse and repeat everything is the same you can grow yes. these characters and kids are not dumb they will grow with the characters yeah, and they'll they learn about that I picked up on this that's why I was like I'm so glad that the show I decided to watch like had such an emphasis on being, you know, a good, better person, you know, bettering yourself, never giving up, always trying, you know, regardless of the obstacles. Like, so, because I mean, if I had watched, I don't know what else I would have watched that, like, it could have messed me up, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. It impacts you. Well, Darth Jess, it is a pleasure having you here as part of the Friday Night Movie family. Is there somewhere you'd like people to follow you so they can catch up with any other cool cosplays that you're doing or other adventures that you have? Um, well, I am uh, going to start being more active on my Instagram. I don't post very often, but uh, you can catch me on there. Uh, my Instagram name is Siren to someone. Uh, Siren the number that? two. Uh, 
S-I-R-E-N to someone. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Jess, pleasure having you here. We will post this and uh, we'll get back in touch. And uh, and thank you so much for being a part of the Friday Movie family. Thank you. I'm going to start listening to this because you guys are awesome. Oh, thank you. Thanks. That means a lot to us. Thank you. Here we are at the Friday Night Movie Exhibit at All-Star Comic-Con, and we are here with two incredible cosplayers, Jamal and Ashley. Welcome to the show. How you doing? All right. Hi. Thank you for having Thanks us. for having well, us. Well, you guys are in a couple of incredible costumes that I, unlike my sisters, knew right away. <laughs> Thor out of Ragnarok <laughs> and Valkyrie. Definitely our family's favorite Marvel movie. The one my kids and I watch over and over and over again. Yeah, it's ours too. We we, we yeah, enjoy that a lot. That I mean, we, I've got some top fives or whatever, but it's uh, it's among them. And you know, I mean, obviously Infinity War and Endgame were great, but yeah. All right. Okay. Red, Red well, was good. All right. Cool. So uh, in Friday Night Movie, we do what we call bits, and in those bits, there are different, I would say, games that all revolve around things that you love or don't love in pop culture. And before you, you have the Friday Night Movie home game. Card to the right is where you'll start. That is, you're going to pick your bit. So go forth. Pick a card, please. All right. Okay. What does it say? Pitch Imperfect. Pitch Imperfect. Oh, this is a lot of fun. So Pitch Imperfect works a couple of different ways, but this is where you make a pitch for something. All right? And you're going to pitch now, okay, a sequel to something in a, in a certain theme, or maybe a prequel. I don't know. That's what I'm the host. I get to decide. All right. All right. <laughs> and now pick from your topic cards. Not so guilty pleasures. Oh man, not so guilty pleasures has been coming back over and over and over again. No matter how many <laughs> times we shuffle those cards, so not so guilty pleasures are like shows or movies that's like a guilty pleasure that you know, you know, but you're proud of it. Mm -hmm. So, pitch a sequel to a guilty pleasure that you have that you really love. So, like for me, I would say a guilty pleasure is the movie. Um, if it's guilty. I think people would call this a guilty pleasure, but I love it. The Losers, it was a mm -hmm. comic book movie with Idris Elba mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. Mm -hmm. To me, I would like to see a sequel where the current configured team is now chasing Idris Elba's character who's turned on them, who is now kind of a more established crime boss, mm -hmm. but I would like to have it all be somewhat water-based. So like with a lot of jet skis and hydrofoils, okay. maybe he's got a water castle somewhere, I don't know. So that's <laughs> My, my pitch imperfect okay. for a sequel to The Losers. So, do you have a guilty pleasure film? I got a few. Um, I'm trying to think of one that could use a sequel. <laughs> All right, Ashley, how about you? Guilty pleasure? Ooh. I don't know, because a lot of my guilty pleasures end up being sequels anyway, like the Sharknados. Like, I love Sharknado. watching that. Okay, so how many have there been? Five? <laughs> There's been five of those. All right, so <laughs> if you were to do, okay, so here, pitch me a Sharknado animated series for kids. Pitch it to me right now. Tell me why it needs to happen and who would be in it. Okay, Sharknado, animated series for kids. You have to have Cree Summer voicing somebody. Okay, she's a you oh, gotta get one her of the own great boy. voice actors. It's not going to work if you don't have Cree Summer that is in there. Brilliant. Cree Summer, for those listening, was in a different world, but has since become one of the like, defining voice actors of animated anything, right? Yeah. Um, so you got to have her there, and it's it's got to be... I mean, they've done so many. They've done them set in D.C. They've done it... Um, they've been in space, haven't they? 
I don't know. I've never watched any. Well, maybe we need to do some sort of a maybe some uh, some magic school bus type mashup then. Like have them go in space. Oh, have yeah. them do it. All right, we go it, to it the shark in space. I don't know attacking the magic school bus. What, what, how Let's do that. <laughs> Let's, why not? It's, it's my imagination. That's it, right. It, it, there's no that's limits to are. it. That is Sharknado. The sharks get up in space. They ain't. That's the only place they ain't been. Is this They've been on land. NASA or something, or you know, like or, um, uh, Elon Musk. It, is he you can, get you can do a, a, a slight yeah. hidden figures tie-in because you know Magic School Bus is based in some reality and based in true facts. Get some hidden figures up in there. Wow. It is. It'll be awesome. All right. Wow, that's a pitch. Hidden figures, <laughs> hidden figures Magic School Bus, animated Sharknado in space, yes. starring Cree Summer. Yes. yes. And who's really? playing the Elon Musk type with the space station? <laughs> you know, you get into you get into too much into the weeds. I, mean, I, want, I want an Elon Musk. Have Jamie Foxx play Elon Musk. You get way into the weeds. You know what? If we're, if we've got Cree Summer, why don't we dust off Kadeem Hardison, who played Dwayne Wayne from Different World, okay. and why he not? can be the Elon Musk. There you go. He why not? Do it. Yeah. I can see him He's being trying, He's trying to put all his money towards stopping this Sharknado epidemic in space so his colony <laughs> can get off, off the ground. You know, and then they get vibranium so you work in the Marvel Universe. It's great. I like it. Alright, Jamal, you've stalled long enough. Where is your pitch in Okay, alright. Anyone that's known me for a while knows I love Gremlins and the sequel oh, of Gremlins yes. 2. Gremlins 2, right? The, the new, new batch. The new batch. Mm -hmm. I like underrated. it more than the original. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, for years, people wanted the Gremlins 3. I think they announced they were going to try to make a Gremlins 3, but I would think a Gremlins 3 would be awesome, particularly if you are this far in the future and you've got Billy Pelter and he's like an old older man or something. Oh, yeah. And his Dust kids, off Zach Gallagher. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> you get him involved. Maybe Phoebe Cates no, is in. Or, no, uh, or, no yeah. maybe Phoebe Cates. Yes. We need Phoebe Cates, and we need her to well, reveal I, another American holiday where something horrific happened to her. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it's like Arbor Day was terrible. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she got hit by a squirrel. This happens in the spring, um, and uh, it's either with the kids in college, or maybe the kids are like grown or something, and they're like, and, and Zach Gallagher does a cameo, but it's on a college campus, and they're professors or something. But the Gremlins, uh, because colleges are where they do like research testing and all that stuff, so they actually get a Mogwai on campus, like Gizmo oh, finds yeah. his way on campus, and they're testing him in a lab, and they, you know, one of the kids finds out and like, oh, I've heard stories about Gizmo. Get, you know, you got to stop this. From happening next thing you know he gets on the loose and all the different scenes that he had in Kingston's Falls with like the the pool and the movie theater college campuses are just rife with like bacteria and food oh, and yeah. after midnight and, and everything and, else and a, all the rules get broken in a dorm and a great place to do a dark comedy right yeah. right it's a perfect Grimmels place are overtaking the campus and the kids are fighting back the staff the faculty and staff are like to their wits end security doesn't know what to do there you got lots of victims there and you get an all-star cast of Gremlins just killing all these people, and it's fantastic. I love it. I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. Okay. Now, you are not only cosplayers, but you are a cosplaying couple, right? Now, yeah. are you a couple, couple? Like, shipping oh, you? Couple. Shipping yeah, we, you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. What is your ship name? Is it A&J, or do you have, like, like are you are you Jashley? Are you Amal? <laughs> Ashmal? You know, have we ever even come up with that? No, we didn't. I mean, we, we sometimes merge our Twitter names, because I'm classic, classic AED on Twitter, and she's Might as well, so we go as Midas Classic sometimes. Oh, okay. But All our right. Twitter, um, our Instagram for our cosplay is A and J Cosplay because our first names are A and J. All right. So. Now, did you did you start off as like a couple who, and then you're like, hey, let's cosplay, or you were cosplayers who decided to unite forces like in The Incredibles? Like it was more the reverse, but it was like as we started dating and a convention was coming up, and I usually go as a fan. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna go and buy some books or whatever. She's like, you're not gonna dress up? 
<laughs> and I'm like, no, I never do this. She's like, you're dressing up. Come on, we're going to get some costumes. We're going to go. And it's something I've wanted to do for years. I always take the pictures with Spider-Man, but now it's like I'm actually Spider-Man or Thor or something, and I can take pictures with people. So it's different, and it's fun. And to go on this journey with a partner like Ashley is just fantastic. <laughs> well, Ashley, as a uh, as a husband who drags his wife into all sorts of things, she, she was here earlier working the booth with us. <laughs> he has. Oh, yeah, Mike came he back has. for a fourth time today just now. Oh, wait, you guys are podcasters too? Oh, uh, I used to be. Former podcasters. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I had him on my old old podcast years ago. Oh, okay. And so that's how I knew about this con and everything. And, uh, you know, so we're old friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just want to know, like, it, do you said let's dress up, but, like, does he ever pitch a, a, a cosplay and you're like, uh-uh, no thank you? Or, like, I'll see it to believe it? Or are you the creative mind? I'm kind of, I, I kind of go with it. Um, I kind of gave him a list, and he's he's keeping track of it on a spreadsheet of, like, all the things, like, this is what I want to go as. And so he kind of falls in line, like, okay, if you go as this, then I'll go as that. But uh, the, the thing we got lined up for tomorrow was, I think, was more his brainchild. Oh, yeah. what's tomorrow? Uh, We're here tomorrow. It's most controversial, too. <laughs> well, I don't know when this airs, um, but uh, by the time you hear this, it'll have already happened. So when you follow us, you'll see it. She's going to be Han Solo. I'm going to be Princess Leia. I love it. From Return of the Jedi. Oh, wow. That's going to be... Slave Girl Leia from Tatooine. That is yeah. that is going to be controversial I've, on I've been many, the, many levels. I've been doing all the reps in the gym, trying to basically okay. make sure that I don't embarrass anybody when okay. I put this on. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. That is going to be... Looking forward to That it. is going to be intense. Well, <laughs> you know what? Come back and take a picture with the booth when you guys do. <laughs> I will come be your I'll booth day. Uh, uh, please do. Um, all right. So let's, one more time for the listeners... Where can people follow you? Oh, um, you can follow me on Twitter at Classic, at C-L-A-S-S-I-C-K underscore A-E-D. You can follow me on Twitter, Might Ashwell. Mm-hmm. Might Ashwell. And together you are. <laughs> A&J, A&J Cosplay. Cosplay. A&J, and that's on Instagram. A&J Cosplay on Instagram. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you much well, thank for being you. part of the Friday Night Movie Thanks family. Thanks for having us. That's it. You're in the family forever now. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Can we come over for so pancakes and or waffles? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. if, you, I guess wanna, if, you, if, you're, if you stay through Monday, you're welcome. Hopefully, <laughs> we're doing that. <laughs> Thanks so much. Here we are at All-Star Comic-Con. We have one of the first people I met this morning. A gentleman named Warren is sitting down with Becky and me. And Warren, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure to have you. And you have one of the most original costumes we've seen all day. We've actually all day been trying to guess what it was, and then we realized it is something of your own creation. Is that correct? Yes. uh, Me and my mother worked on it for several weeks. Uh, me and my mother worked on it for several weeks before coming here. That's very cool. And tell us a little bit about the character that you created. I mean, his name is Maxwell. He's an Azmar. For the people that don't really know anything about D&D, an Azmar is what happens. Is a, a mortal with celestial descent that has some celestial DNA in them. So this is my mother right here, a frequent Hello. guest of the podcast. So... His character is a mortal of celestial descent. I feel like that's what we are with you, that you're a celestial, <laughs> magical being, and we're just mortals that came from you. Oh, right. <laughs> They're just making it up to me because they make fun of me all the time. But a mortal of just, celestial descent, meaning that... Uh, uh, Aizma. I mean, it's basically... His, somewhere on Maxwell's lineage is some sort of divine being 
and often ASMR just come from normal parents and just a random greener gold skinned baby that pops out of nowhere. Oh wow, okay, so yeah. that's good. There's a little, little genetic history going on yeah. there. So what brought you to All Star Comic Con today? Uh, this was my first big time con. I wanted to go to a big Comic Con and well, me and my mom were looking around, were searching on the internet. We were one day we were bored. We found this. It sounded interesting. So yeah, this is a great con, and I think this is a great first con to go to because the yes. All Star community is wonderful. And the first Comic Con I ever went to was the one that uh, by in the Hagerstown Library, which very kind of diminutive scale wise, but what are you gonna get? It's free uh, to get in. Oh yeah, there you go. And. What at this con have you been most interested in seeing? What has been the most rewarding experience so far? To be honest, all the people that have gotten interested in my, that have uh, asked to get photos with me and my costume. Oh, that's awesome. That is my mom. And there's been like four, 57 odd photos mixed between me photobombing and other people just taking photos with me. That That's incredible. Okay, and um, you mentioned you're into D&D. Yes. And how long have you been playing? About roughly, if I'm not mistaken, half a year or so. Oh, very cool. All right. And do you are you at the point where you are the dungeon master, or are you just a regular role player? I'm, I'm just a, reg a player, because to be honest, I don't think I would enjoy being the dungeon master. That way I couldn't screw up, screw around in the storyline. Oh, okay, got it, right, because you got to follow the storyline. Now, the, the other thing that you mentioned that you do is you do LARPing, which is live action, action role-playing. Role and uh, what, what, how long have you been doing that? Well, I've done that for a couple of years. Okay, and what type of character do you play in the LARPing scenario? Well, it's basically how the amp, amp guard work. There's different classes. There's wizard, paladin, rogue, druid, monk. I can't remember the others, but I was a wizard named Wilhelm. Cool. All right. Now, did you have a specific power set, or was it? It was different levels where you can get different spells, and I don't remember that much because it's been a little while since I've done it last. Okay. Very cool. And um, if you were, if you were to do, if you were to turn the LARP, to take what you're doing now in the um, in the D and D game that you're playing, and, and make it live action, w would you use this as the costume? Would you have to have other protocols that you'd have to follow? I most likely yes. Okay. But I would like to use this costume and maybe add some extra stuff to it. Okay, cool. All right. Now I see you have a staff. Yes. And it has a jewel or an orb at the top. Yeah. What is the significance of the staff? Well, my dad's friend uh, made it for him. One day, and one day I was one, I was rummaging, I was look, I think I was looking for something in our one of our garages. I found it. Asked my dad if I could have it. To be honest, it looks really interesting to me, and well, yeah. Cool. All right. Does it connect to the character? Are there powers imbued with it as far as the character's concerned, or is it just a cool design thing? Well, one of the magical items my character has on my Wednesday, the Wednesday campaigns is, a, and my character's a druid, is a dual-class druid monk, 
It's a staff, a quarter staff of spiders. It can cast a few different spider-related spells. And it could also be used as a melee weapon. Okay, ah, melee weapon, got it. Uh, that's like hitting. Yes. Okay. Beating people with a stick. <laughs> All right, well, Warren, thank you so much for being a part of the Friday Night Movie family. It was a pleasure having you here. And um, uh, enjoy the rest of the con. Thanks for having me. Thank I you. This has been another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. You can follow all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram or FridayNightMoviePod.com. You can follow Lily at Chichi K. Gomez, that's C-H-I-C-H-I-K Gomez on Twitter. You can follow Becky at PaperBK Princess on Twitter. You can follow me at Pancake for Table. That's Pancake, the number four, and Table on Twitter and Instagram. And our theme music is by What Does It Eat? Thanks as always for listening. Mm-hmm.